0: That's News To Me is a Twisted Dreams comedy production. Girl, what are you ranting about? I'm talking about the podcast News To Me. Have you never heard of it? Look, listen to the catchy jingle. Press play. Erica B and Mookie G and everything they say. Man, it's news to me. You got Mookie G and Erica B and everything they say. Man, it's news to- Welcome to That's News To Me. I'm Mookie G.
1: And I'm Erica.
0: We scour the internet to find funny, weird, absurd news stories to blur the bad, depressing, boring stuff and hopefully bring a smile to your face.
1: We're so glad you've joined us for another episode. If you wouldn't mind, continue to help us do what we love. You can support the show in three ways, none of which require your money. All we ask is that you subscribe so you don't miss a future episode. Share us with your friends so we can continue to grow and leave us a five-star review so that we know you like what you hear. Shall we get started?
0: Let's go. Erica, how are you?
1: I am lovely. How are you?
0: I am doing wonderful. How has your uh, week gone?
1: It was a busy week, mm-hmm. but overall productive, so not complaining. How about you, sir?
0: It was a busy week, productive. Good. Uh, I am tired and ready to get some good sleep so I can tackle this new week with vigor and enthusiasm
1: vigor that's such a great word it is vigor vigor oh i just hit my mic sorry i keep hitting my microphone i'm not even hitting it with my massive earphones headphones anymore (laughs) now i'm just hitting it with my hand well
0: you're learning how to use the big oversized headphones
1: i'm learning how to get by in the world
0: there you go as we all are
1: some of us have more trouble than others
0: yeah that's very true well erica are you ready for another episode of best news to me
1: i'm ready yeah who's going first this week sir
0: i think that we should do rock paper scissors to see who go first oh this that's week. a good idea all right so listeners just bear with us as we go rock paper mm, scissors Rock paper scissors and we're going to talk you through it as we we go all right erica ready are you ready yeah
1: rock, rock paper, paper scissors, scissors shoot, shoot. oh it's a tie. both both scissors yes here
0: we go rock, rock paper, paper scissors, scissors shoot, shoot. Oh, you yeah, win. Yeah, I win because I win scissors again. That's right. You That's got right. scissors. I had paper. That is. Scissors so,
1: cut paper. So
0: so does that mean I get to go first or I get to decide?
1: You get to decide. All
0: right. Well, Erica.
1: Yes. I'm going first. Yeah. Do it. Do it. <laughs>
0: <laughs> this story made me chuckle. So I hope you all enjoy this story as much as I have. I'm excited. Okay. So this story takes place in Wisconsin. Uh, I got this story from Newsweek.com. Oh, that's a yes. fancy one. It is. It's fancy, it huh? Is Matter of fact, you can just Google it and it's going to pop up just about anywhere. Okay. Yes. So, Jessica Nelson of Wisconsin pulled into a drive-thru at a McDonald's in Marshfield, Wisconsin. And she looked up and she noticed two cars in front of her that there was a cow in the backseat of a Buick sedan. <laughs>
1: like a chick-fil-a
0: cow <laughs> <laughs> no no no. eat more oh, chicken <laughs> eat more chicken she's uh so it was a real cow at first she thought it was uh fake because you know who would have why? a cow yeah
1: why would it be in real? the
0: back seat of a <laughs> buick okay but she noticed that the cow moved its head several times she's like no this is a real deal. She quickly picked up her phone and began recording a video of the cow in the back seat. Uh, she posted the video on Facebook with the caption, A whole freaking cow.
1: <laughs> Isn't it kind of mean to take a cow through McDonald's? Wait, oh, yes,
0: oh, yeah, I was going to go there. Oh, I, sorry. You know, no, that's sorry. No, no, just, But I'm glad that we're thinking alike. We're glad that we're thinking alike. And she also posted... Uh, under the caption, the whole freaking cow, she wrote, Tell me you live in Wisconsin without telling me <laughs> you live in Wisconsin. The next day, she woke up to find that that video was viewed 112,000 times. Oh my gosh. Okay? I'm sure now it's in the millions. Yeah. Okay. So, as you said, like, that's gotta be pretty cruel to a cow. Like, yeah. uh, first of all, I'm gonna put you in the back of a Buick.
1: How do you lure a cow into the back seat of a car? <laughs> And then you're going to take it through the McDonald's
0: drive-thru? Was this like a. Uh, oh, the dog. Wait a minute. Did you just
1: slip out and try to say. <laughs> yes, Nelson, uh, strike that word. That no, was...
0: she said. M-, so we're going to have to beat the word out here. <laughs>
1: <laughs> was that a, a miniature cow?
0: <laughs> well, it's funny. You should ask that. Because out of all of those views, guess who saw the video? The cow. <laughs> <laughs> oh, i wasn't i wasn't ready I, did. I should as a comedian i should have seen that coming but i didn't you got me Yes. <laughs> no it wasn't the cow but it was the owner of the cow
1: wait so the driver was not the owner the driver, the driver of the car
0: saw the video, saw the video. It's and like, was, oh, that's me with my cow in the back seat. Was,
1: was, the, was the owner like, you don't know the full story.
0: Well, the that- o- no, the owner laughed and okay, said good. that it wasn't a cow. It was a calf. Person who recorded the video, what, what Jessica didn't notice, there were two other calves in the back seat oh of gosh. the Buick. So the, the owner of the calf and the driver of the car saw this and wrote back to her. Yes, that's funny. That was me. It wasn't a whole cow, it's a calf, and there were two others that were lying down that you couldn't see I was don't like, say that
1: part wait, like,
0: <laughs> and the reason the cows were in the car, he or she just purchased the calves from a, a ranch auction
1: don't you get a trailer trailer
0: I, that's what I thought I was like, shouldn't you have a trailer for that but no I'm gonna put them in the back seat of my Buick.
1: Yeah, where there's a will, there's where, a where way. Where there's a will,
0: there's a way. And on the way home, apparently this person was hungry. It's like, you know what? I am going to stop by McDonald's. But it did not say, the owner of the calves and the driver did not say whether or not they got a burger or yeah, nuggets. It's like not get it, a burger. Right, if I got calves in the backseat of my car, I'm going to go ahead and get the nuggets.
1: Yeah. You know. That's like taking a big old load of chickens through KFC or something. Right. That's just not nice. It, that's not nice. But, you know, you think about it even more, like,
0: as a person with calves in the back seat if i'm hungry i'm gonna wait till i get them out of my car because i've been a while around cows before they stink
1: yeah so you think i'm gonna stop at a drive-through but I guess if you're if if you're going to an auction to get cows or calves, they're kind of your lifestyle, your your livelihood. You're around them a lot. Maybe you're nose blind to that smell. I'm
0: sorry, I guarantee that if <laughs> it was three in that car, one of them peed and pooped in there. I don't care what oh, you.
1: That's so gross. They
0: pee and poop all the time.
1: What if they had diapers on? No, no. <laughs> they don't.
0: A calf is still huge. Uh, they don't make diapers that big.
1: I don't know, man.
0: <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> I've been through that area of Target and Walmart <laughs> and other places. I've never uh, seen cow-sized diapers.
1: Where would you put the tail? <laughs> You'd have to cut a little hole through it,
0: wouldn't you? So that means everything is still going to come out. Yeah. Yeah. It's
1: it just squish out that gonna, yeah, hole. So,
0: I, yeah. That's, I, think about that. You know them cows did something in that car, yeah. and you riding around there eating them. Because you know, first of all, you can't go to McDonald's and drive home with McDonald's and not stick your hand in the bag and of get a course. few fries.
1: And and they package it up just perfectly for you to eat your burger while you're driving, right? And those cows are gonna smell it and like, be like, hmm. Like, what you
0: doing with cousin Ed up that? there? What are you doing? <laughs> why are you why are you eating my cousin? uh uh-uh. uh No, that's just me. No, you already got us stuffed in the back seat of this Buick. Now mm-hmm. you eating my family member?
1: I mean, I've seen Buicks. I've been in Buicks before. They're not big enough for calves. No,
0: I'm sorry.
1: (laughs) It doesn't matter. It wasn't a whole cow. It doesn't matter. Calves are not that much smaller. Oh, man.
0: I I just, you have to be one dedicated farmer. Yeah. To go.
1: But if you were that dedicated, wouldn't you have had a trailer?
0: Maybe the trailer was full of horses at the time.
1: Maybe.
0: And someone else in the family was taking horses somewhere else. (laughs) It was at that moment you realized you needed another trailer. It's uh-huh. like, nah, I only came here in my Buick. so get. And it wasn't even a Buick SUV. Like, you could put them in the back of yeah. that. No, it's like, no, no, I'm driving in a sedan. If that's, you don't know what a sedan head, is, it's just four doors, people.
1: I didn't even ask if it was an SUV or a, a sedan. But in my head, it was like a Buick LeSabre, you know, like a, <laughs> just an everyday driver.
0: <laughs> and that's pretty much what it was. Full of calves. Full of calves. <laughs> wow.
1: That's a some story. And I grew up in podunkville and you see all kinds of stuff that you didn't expect you would never expect to see and then i've lived in the city where again you just see different things that are crazy right that you wouldn't because humans are absurd creatures and never in my wildest dreams would i think to look in to the car in front of me in a drive-through and see livestock yeah just hanging out in the back seat just in the back seat it's like hey what you doing i'm hungry what you doing what you doing in this McDonald's drive through Hey, <laughs> ice cream machine's broken, just an FYI. <laughs> Hope you're not here for a McFlurry.
0: <laughs> but if you have cows in the backseat, you can say, hey, listen, I know your machine's broken, but I got some milk I want right? to use.
1: <laughs> I'm here to fix your machine. <laughs> <Can> you- <laughs> we're, going, we're going to a, a different type of machine. It's more a real-time. It's going to be a hand crank. <laughs> <laughs> Well, all we need is ice. All we need is ice and some salt. salt.
0: <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, that, that's my story. Oh, I, I can't, man, that's I saw that's this. Crazy. I was in tears. <laughs> and there's actual video out there, people. Of You can actually see this woman's video is still out there. Oh,
1: I'm going to go find it.
0: Jessica is very popular now because everyone has watched this video.
1: I need to watch it because in my head, the cows can talk. <laughs> so I need to... <laughs> Do you ever see Back at the Barnyard or the Barnyard, those those movies or
0: no, TV no.
1: shows? I used to make my kids watch it because I loved it so much. But the barnyard animals talk, and the farmer doesn't realize that they can talk. But one of the neighbors is this uh, like nosy old woman, and she knows that the animals can talk, and it's her life's mission to prove that they can. Oh, my gosh. So they do what they can to like mess with her and make her look crazy, and her husband just thinks that she's off her rocker. And so the animals are always, you know, trying to get Miss Beattie. <laughs> but in my head, the cows are from in the, that show. From that show and <laughs> in the backseat talking
0: and the owner has no clue what's right.
1: happening. Yeah. What
0: What would the conversation these cows, these three calves would be having in the backseat of the McDonald's?
1: I think it depends on if the driver got a burger or chicken nuggets. <laughs> if it got a burger, <laughs> it's a different it's a much more vindictive conversation.
0: Like, look, can't you believe that this fool going to bring us mm-hmm. here to McDonald's of she all gotta places? she got to go to sleep sometime. <laughs> you know what? I'm going to drop a patty right now. That's right. As soon as they put that bag in the car, I'm dropping one.
1: Hey, pull my finger.
0: <laughs> you mean pull my hoof. Pull
1: my hoof.
0: <laughs> Crank my tail. That's
1: right. <laughs> Get it going real good now. Come on. <laughs> one good spin like Wheel of Fortune.
0: <laughs> hey, hey, hey. I know you're laying down there on the floor, but watch out. I'm about to drop one. You might want to move. You might want to move.
1: move, <laughs> move.
0: <laughs> I told you we were going to have too much uh, fun with this story.
1: That's funny. Uh, <laughs>
0: then we have to name these calves. Oh, yeah. Uh, let's think of some you names. You think
1: they'd have human names like Roger?
0: No, it's gonna. their names are going to start with an M. M? Yeah. Like Mookie, Mookie, <laughs> Mookie. there's Melvin mm. and Mildred,
1: Mildred, <laughs> Mavis, <laughs> think,
0: could we write a sitcom?
1: Yes, <laughs> think, yes. we totally could.
0: Three calves <laughs> born together.
1: This, uh, in my head, it's, you know the this little piggy? Yes. This little, this little. Calf went to McDonald's. <laughs> this little calf went. To- <laughs> this little calf stayed home. This this little calf dropped a patty in the back seat of a little saber. <laughs> uh, <laughs>
0: this and this, I think this would be a great commercial for a Buick.
1: I think so too. I big enough. Need, they need to Look how roomy this. it is, y'all. You, it's so roomy back here. <laughs> you
0: could fit three calves.
1: <laughs> Did they have a seatbelt on? You think? No. <laughs>
0: No, two of them didn't, because oh, they were on the floor.
1: Bless them.
0: That's a commercial right there. Buick. It
1: is. Give <laughs> us a call, Buick. We'll help you. <laughs>
0: we'll help you, Erica. That thank you for allowing story. me to entertain you with that story. Oh, that, that was story.
1: fantastic.
0: I'm glad I'm not the only one. I thought it was fun.
1: I did not expect to hear you tell me that cows were in the back seat at drive thru yeah, yeah, of
0: McDonald's. Yeah, and I didn't expect you to tell me that the cow, the cow was looking up <laughs> Facebook.
1: how <laughs> <don't> dare her! <laughs> I'm not even giving credit. Uh, My name is spelled wrong. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Miltred, get off
1: Facebook and come on over here. <laughs> She's spending too much time on social media these days. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, that's funny. All yes. right. That was a great story. Yes, it And where was. did you find that from?
0: Uh, two places, uh... Newsweek.com and the Huffington, well, HuffPost.com. The
1: Huff, Huff the Huffington Post. Post. The Huffington Post. (laughs) And the jokes keep coming. They're going to keep coming.
0: (laughs) This story really did move me.
1: (laughs) Move. That's awesome.
0: All right, Erica, what do you have for us?
1: So my story is a little bit different so we're gonna to have to take a little turn it's it's a little more historical okay so the civil war in america
0: wait a minute you know you're sitting next to a black man i am okay watch yourself i know right
1: <laughs> i'm sitting across the table from you okay it ended in 1865 so it ended a long time ago like when i think of history okay you know so when something is over like 140 years ago you don't think that people alive today could have first-hand knowledge of what transpired and like a deep connection to it in a first-hand type of way. Correct. Right? Right. However, I don't know if you know this, but just last year, we when, lost. in
0: 2020. 2020. Okay.
1: We lost Irene Triplett and Helen Viola Jackson, two women who were possibly our last living direct connections to the Civil War because Irene Triplett was the last person to receive a pension from the Civil War what and Helen Viola Jackson was the last living widower widow of a Civil War soldier they Wow right so Irene's story is pretty straightforward her father was in the Civil War, had her later in life. And so when he passed on, his pension benefits eventually moved to her. And she was the last living beneficiary. So when she passed in 2020, those benefits just went away. But Helen Viola Jackson's story is a little bit more interesting.
0: Okay, let's get into Helen's.
1: So when Helen was 13, she was, uh, how do I say this? I want to say kind of like a payment for services that her father owed to this man who was a Civil War soldier. She was 13, he was 93.
0: Wait. (laughs) Okay, I'm going to let you go, but maybe you're going to ask my questions, maybe. Go ahead.
1: So, actually, no, I apologize. She was 17 and he was 93. Still a big she never took his last name, she never lived with him, she never consummated the marriage with him, nothing like that. But when you read the story from the article, the perspective that I read at least, he offered marriage to her as a payment to her father to help the family out, which is still creepy. Very she was married in September of nineteen thirty six. She said she did it on her own terms. She agreed to marry him once the arrangement was proposed. She continued to live on her family's farm and the only people who knew she was married to this man were her immediate family members. So she said she had great respect for her husband and he cared greatly for her, but she was 17 and her father volunteered his daughter's help with Boland's household chores as the payment. Boland said, no, I'm not going to, you know, have her just come work for me. That's not cool. So uh, how about we get married? So he was a widower who had served in the U.S. Army's 14th Missouri Cavalry and proposed a marriage of convenience. At the time of her death in December of 2020, she was the last documented surviving widow of a Civil War veteran. So he said that he would leave me his union pension. That's what she said he told her. Mm -hmm. So he married her so that no matter what, she would always receive this pension. So when you think about, yeah, it was creepy, but they never consummated it in that way. So it wasn't like his only interest was that, you know, he genuinely wanted to give her something back for being kind to him and, you know, offering to... Help take care of him because he was ninety three.
0: He was ninety three <laughs> years old. So, the father of the seventeen year old what's, what's her name Viola Viola Viola. Why did he offer his daughter in the first place? I know they needed help, but that part I am not. I am either I missed it or something.
1: No, I don't think I gave it to you. He was old and unable to care for himself. He was a family friend, neighbor, and her father offered for her to just come help with the chores
0: mm-hmm.
1: for free. You know, they, it was a charity offering and he said, no, you know, I do need help and I can't pay her with money, but I can give her a pension when I die and I'm not going to live for very long. Oh, so I got it. I see. If she'll marry me, why doesn't she marry me? And then she'll have my pension. She never lived with him, but she never, she also never married again. So she was only ever married to him. She said she had great respect for him. And that was that. So this is her, her quote that it was during the Great Depression and times were hard. He said that it might be my only way of leaving the farm. So he was really trying to help her get a better lot in life or whatever. So he died in 1939, and she kept their marriage a secret for decades. She never remarried or had any more children. But then at the end, she declined to apply for the pension that had precipitated the marriage in the first place because she said that she didn't want to ruin her reputation and his reputation because she would have to admit that they were married and given that huge age discrepancy she didn't want a flaw on her reputation in that way so she kept their union secret for a really long time and it was only i think in like the last 10 years that they that the the wedding ever came out
0: as knowledge to everyone else yeah yeah so how long did she receive the pension from his death on
1: so she never received the pension. She was the last surviving widow of a Civil War soldier. Because, so she never took the pension. She never took the pension that he married her to receive. So Irene Triplett was the last living pensioner.
0: Irene was the last living. And, and she Vi- died also in 2020. in 2020. Viola was just the last connection to the Civil War.
1: Yeah, she was the last living widow of a Civil War soldier.
0: And the only way we knew that because somebody had to be nosy and find out because apparently she didn't tell a soul.
1: She told somebody finally. Oh, she did? "Mm Mm-hmm. She she was an active member of her local historical society and she revealed her marriage in 2017 when she began planning the details of her, her funeral. So the Daughters of the Union Veterans verified the relationship through signed affidavits from witnesses who'd attended the wedding, and then they backed it up against public records that they found, and then they did verify that the union did happen, and her 90-some-odd-year-old husband did fight in the Civil War.
0: For the union? For the union. Wow. Originally, I thought this was going to be when you said services given up you know she was giving up for service i was like oh lord here's another slave story
1: right no no
0: no no no, no. okay I, I didn't see that turn coming and i'm right? cool with that
1: on its face it's kind of a story like it's a little visceral because you think ew what like an Anna nicole smith situation yes. right yeah like a creepy old man but that's not that's not the case at all it actually was it's an honorable purpose yes for- he, he
0: wanted her he was like i can't pay you but i can leave you a lifelong money supply yeah
1: of it's uh, it's like winning publishers clearing house a thousand dollars a week yes you know? <laughs> it's like here you can have
0: my pension by right. marrying me and all they all the other family wanted to do was help him
1: yeah they were so just So they, they didn't
0: them. need any services it was like no let us help you and he was like no i appreciate you i can't pay you well here I mean, come up with that you keep sending your daughter over here to help me out you all are helping me how about this
1: yeah we that's marry
0: right. and she can have the pension yep yeah, and which, I, I, I'm, which I'm, as I'm saying this and thinking about this story now, I got it wrapped around my head. Viola should have took that damn pension.
1: Right, take the pension. Take the pension. We all got stuff in our closet. It's going to ruin our reputation eventually. First
0: off, she never got married again, so she her reputation would it really have ruined her reputation in night in the 1930s?
1: I don't know. Even now, people get married at you know 18, 17, 18. Yes but most of them are not marrying 90 year old men or women. So maybe from that perspective, she wanted to keep it a secret, but it's not like her parents didn't know. And you know, she had eloped and didn't want any of it to come out. Right.
0: The story is very honorable on both parts. Yeah. Like the family helping. And then he was like, look, I, I, you can have my pension.
1: Yeah. It was very, take the pension. Cause if she don't take it, it's just gonna go back to the government. Right. It's just going to stay...
0: It stays there. The money has... Yeah.
1: Nobody's going to get it. Yeah. Take it.
0: Government uses it.
1: Mm -mm. Take it.
0: Take it. But then we have... uh, Who was the other person?
1: Irene Triplett.
0: Irene Triplett. And her story was...
1: So, Irene... (laughs) I got the story about Helen Viola from SmithsonianMag.com. So, Irene Triplett was the last recipient of an American Civil War pension...
0: Okay, so she got the pension.
1: So she did get the pension, and she was born in 1930 to Mose Triplett and Elida Hall. She was one of five children, um, but only two of those kids survived, and so it was her and her brother. Her father was 78 years old when he married her mother. It was his second marriage, so her dad was much later in life when he had her second family.
0: Right, but um, so she got the pension because her father fought in the Civil War. Yeah. You know, I, I think people don't realize, like, we, we talk about history and how far back it goes, and it's so long ago, but I read an article that the 10th president of the United States of America, his grandson is still alive today.
1: Right? Like, in my head, when I think about things like that, it's it feels so far removed yes. that you think nobody could possibly still be alive. Yeah. But then you, you start to think about these types of connections... I mean, that's the equivalent of, like, if she were my grandmother, my great-grandfather having fought in the Civil War, right? and it's all because they just had families much later in life, or they had some connection to somebody who was much older than them, and I guess because my parents were what I would consider an average age of having children when I was born and my sister were born, so, you know, I think about, like, my fourth great-grandfather maybe had some connection to that era wasn't like my grandfather.
0: Yeah.
1: It's just so different from my family's timeline that I never would stop to think that I could be sitting next to somebody who had a connection to the 10th president in the United States. Right. (laughs) Because we're on 40, what, 46 now?
0: 46, we're on on president number 46. He's in his 80s or 90s. So he's he's really, he's old, yeah. But he's still alive. He hasn't passed yet, and his his dad passed not too many years before. Hmm. So it's it's weird how it is when you think about it. I know for me, like my dad had me at the age of 45. That's when he had. I'm like I was like okay, that's old. So now I'm walking around with brothers and sisters who are who could be my mother and father. I have nieces and nephews older than me.
1: Yeah.
0: And I have, and I still have a younger sister. <laughs> he, he, matter of fact, my, my younger sister, maybe six years. So he may have been he may have been fifty one when he had his last child. Oh wow. So you do. I was like, okay, so I could see that. Yeah. when You have kids late in life.
1: And then know. was it Larry King who had a child in his eighties? Maybe. Like seventy eight or eighty. It, wasn't he like one hundred twelve when he passed? I think he was five hundred. It was something. like Moses.
0: Yeah. I don't. I don't know. I think when when I'm getting close, older up in age, I think I'm going to make another baby. Yeah. Just. Just hey, cause. Just because.
1: Yeah. How's your wife feel about that idea? Oh, well,
0: she won't have. A, she will not have to worry about it. She won't be having a kid. <laughs> <laughs> it won't be her. <laughs> be look, baby, I'm, I'm heading out. Let me let me just make a baby uh, before I go. You know, and don't worry about
1: it. So, for any of you listening, if Mookie's not back next week. <laughs> <laughs> Because I'm talking about
0: making a baby in my 90s with someone, <laughs> leave me alone. Let me it's at that age, it's like let me die in peace, okay? <laughs> just let him. He's fine. Just, just let just him go. Leave him alone. Just, just, just two seconds, anyways.
1: Yeah, just <laughs> two anyway. That was my story. That was. I just I had no idea. It was news to me that two people, let alone one. Were just last year still alive with some direct connection to people who had actively fought in the Civil War and served time right. during that time.
0: The triplet have any kids? The first story. The one who did have the pension.
1: I don't know if she did or not.
0: Well, I'll, I'll look that up. I'll check yeah, it out. Yeah,
1: that's a good question.
0: Because it, st- that way you actually... Well, we are all still an extension of that. Yeah. But that's just like immediate. Like, like oh, that was my... Moms, what? Whoever.
1: Yeah, like who, with with Viola Helen Viola Jackson, she never took his name. She never had kids with him. Right. She never had kids herself. So when she passed away, that connection was completely lost.
0: I think it would be amazing to know the connection. Mm-hmm. Like how far back can you go? Thinking. So you know, you know your parents. Yeah. Do you know your grandparents?
1: Yeah, most of them. Yeah.
0: Do you know any of their parents? Any of your grandparents' parents?
1: I knew two of my great-grandparents. Okay. Yeah, I know two of them.
0: And you could remember them. So so I think that's pretty good. Like, I can remember my grandparents. That's it. Yeah. Again, my dad was 45 when he had me, so. (laughs) Yeah, that's that's all I got is grandparents. That's as as far back as I can remember.
1: And let my kids know. My kids know their grandparents. They know my grandmother, who is their great-grandmother. And past that, they don't.
0: I don't know. Yeah. I think if you get to your great stage, that's pretty good. Yeah. To know, I know my great-grandmother. Yeah.
1: Yeah. There was a story a couple of years ago that I read where it was like the world's youngest great-grandmother or something like that. Oh, gosh. And these, I forgot, they were, I think they were in like Romania or something. But everybody in the family are teen parents. And so by the time this woman was 38, she was like a great-great-grandmother. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> It's <laughs> crazy. I'm 38. This is that. Is that your baby?
0: No, no, no. no. That's my great great grandson. That's son. my
1: great great grandbaby. <laughs> wow. Wait, what? <laughs> you look great to be a great great grandmother. Yes. Thanks. It's the genes. <laughs> uh, okay. All right.
0: Great story, Erica.
1: Thanks. It was a little clunky, but I found it in the end. No, no, no. <laughs>
0: That story had to be clunky because you you're talking about history and history yeah. and history gets a little clunky. It gets
1: clunky because I don't know about you, but I don't think linearly. So in my head, like all my thoughts are just one big jumble. So I had a really hard time with history because I can't think in a timeline.
0: Yes, I, I way. Got you. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it gets confusing.
1: Yeah. yeah, and then there's like dinosaurs somewhere along the way. I don't know <laughs> <laughs> where do they pop up. <laughs>
0: It was a long, long time, <laughs> long time ago.
1: Let's ask the question. Are there any living descendants of the dinosaurs? Yes, there are. Alligators.
0: Allig- and I believe chickens as well. Really? Chickens were raptors.
1: Oh, velociraptors.
0: Yes. Cause they, apparently they had feathers. Hmm. That's kind of a past few years discovery that f- raptors had feathers. How do
1: people know this?
0: I don't know.
1: I, I, I saw some cartoon a couple of weeks ago that said, science can't prove what kind of hair dinosaurs had. So how do they know that they didn't have like the Karen haircut? You know? <laughs> well, I hope you have a wonderful rest of your week.
0: And I hope you do the same.
1: Thank you, sir.
0: I look forward to bringing some news to you next week.
1: Awesome. I'll, I'll have a better sequential story. <laughs> Bye. Bye.
0: Listen to the catchy jingle. Press play. Erica B and Mookie G and everything they say, man, is news to me. You got Mookie G and Erica B and everything they say, man, is
1: news to me. Found it in the peach, news to me. Every word do teach, cause it's news to me. You got news to me, news to me.
0: Erica and Mookie, and news to me. You can't say this not catchy. Thank you all for listening. Don't forget to share, subscribe, rate, and follow us on Facebook and Instagram to keep the conversation going. Do you have a suggestion for a future episode? Please let us know. Send us an email at thatsnews at gmail.com. That's news, the number two, me, the number two, at gmail.com.